folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. I'm still eating dinner. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys. <laughs> Mike, now, typically when you eat dinner, it's a large plate of fusilli pasta. What do you got today? <laughs> today? My, my curious little culinary friend. Uh, I did a <laughs> yeah. salad. Simple salad, arugula spinach mix with tomato and a little, just a little bit, a little bit of light blue cheese. Oh, you chop up oh. that tomato yourself? Yeah, it's a little cherries. I sliced them in half. Little cherry mm. tomatoes. Uh, this week, two days ago, in my pressure cooker, I made a whole chicken. <laughs> Beacon whole chicken. feathers and no, talons and everything. Sometimes I feel like this podcast is a pressure cooker. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> what, is it? what are they going to say next? So that is now, I ate that for my first meal. And now I'm just kind of like uh, eating the chicken on everything. So I had some chicken and um, steamed uh, broccoli. And I'll tell you what else I started doing. Go get yourself some dates. Cut them up into little, you know, small pieces. Fry those a little bit. And mm. mix them, you know, I mix that in with the uh, broccoli. Fantastic. In with the broccoli? Yep, broccoli and fried date. <laughs> oh my God. I've never heard of such a combo. I just don't know. He's I a pioneer, know. folks. <laughs> what are you, not, you just don't know? Broccoli's not so great on its own. And then you add the sweet dates. It gives it a sweet candy flavor. Mm, yeah, right. I think it's, I think it's incor- an incorrect pairing. You need a bacon-wrapped date. You ever had one of those? Yes. Oh, but, fuck, those are good. Uh, all right. Well, I'm not going to win you two on this one. Well, here I want. I'm I want to hear more about this. I want to hear more about this bird and the pressure. When you say pressure cooker, you mean a slow cooker, or you mean uh, a uh, an cooker? instant pot? Oh, I don't it's know a what that is. Cooker. It's not a slow cooker. That's that's a hot it's, item. Those instant pots are very internet-y, and everyone's very into them. Mike, yeah, I think they were close. like huge like two years ago. But I'm I just got on the bandwagon, and I love it. You and just finished it, it, downloading the article. <laughs> See, like as soon as I'm getting into instant pots, now everybody's about air fryers. Now I got to get an air fryer. Yeah, oh. yep, I'll, yep. I'll save you some time on the air fryer, Jay, because I have one, and I love it. But it is not frying. I use it. Let's say you got some Brussels sprouts. Yeah. And you want to get them kind of roasty toasty like at a mm-hmm. gastropub. I do. You, you can you can do that real fast without fucking with your uh, oven. You know, that type of thing is good. But f- calling it frying is a bit of a stretch. I you know, you're not going to get french fries that are brown and crispy. Uh, right. Maybe white and yeah, crispy. Yeah, yeah. The uh, that's the thing these days. Everyone wants it fast, fast, fast. We download our uh, a podcast yes. fast. We want our our new yeah. releases fast, fast, fast. Same thing. It's bleeding into the kitchen. It used to be you'd sit in the kitchen all day with your family and friends and cook up a meal that you'd eat two days later. Now, boom, chicken in 45 minutes. Hey, can I say something for once about food? You were talking about (laughs) uh, salad and you mentioned arugula. Mm -hmm. I got really into arugula. Baby arugula is very floral and fragrant. fragrant. And I've been having salads. Mm -hmm. It's just arugula, olive oil, salt. Oh, no, mm. you're probably thinking, Tim, the vinegar, the lemon, the acid doesn't need it. It's already kind of an acidic Tim, little leaf. You, you know what? Yep. I that's that's my fucking breakfast every day. But I put two soft boiled eggs in there. Whoa. <laughs> well, nice. now I feel like a fucking fool. You've talked to me. That was. Uh, yeah. I just had just one piece of arugula. And you're right. On its own. That's uh, it's only just one piece. Got enough flavor. Yeah. And the salt on a salad is a good move. People don't do that. Yeah, nice big crunchy salt. And because arugula will put a little pot, you know, if you go to like father's office or a fancy burger place, that's a secret weapon on a fancy burger. But I'll take it straight to the dome. Here's a question for you. They got got powdered sugar. We all know that. Mm -hmm. They have powdered salt. They fucking do. They do powdered salt? I think so. Mm. Hmm. Well, they have extra course. They might as well have extra fun. <laughs> they might as well they have the, other the way exact opposite. When they were making a course, they must have knocked off some powder. No, I, I, I swear <laughs> we, I swear we came across an extra fine salt. Where did we find it? Well, it I think the, that course. If you think of when they make a grain of coarse salt, they take a big rock of salt and then they sharpen it on a bandsaw. So there's yeah. going to be kind of the dust that's coming off. Yeah, of there. like Ooh. silt, like a fine silt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Breathe it I, in. I swore that, like, on the pod for a drink or something, we came across, like, an ultra-fine salt. Gotta huh. be. Anyway. Hmm. I saw I saw salt once wearing um, a very tight dress and high heels. I was like, ooh, that salt is fine. Yep. 
yep. uh, the Angelina Jolie movie. That's right. That is correct, my man. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Wait, what's the Angelina Jolie movie? Salt. Salt. Oh. Salt is fine. <laughs> is that what if then why did you bring up assault wearing high heels in a dress? Cuz like like something be like a like fine, oh, fine. She's, she's looking fine. fine. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Looking looking fine. Looking Ow. fine. Oh, yeah. I just hit my ankle. Let's get the booze news. Okay. <laughs> oh shit, we yeah, better rush. No. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> Tim, you got to cover us. Yow. <laughs> not to say it's booze news you something but i like this because what people say what is punk rock you know it's three chords and the truth right mm-hmm. this song was when he's rocking out i'm getting three chords and i'm getting the truth is ibaworld.com you better get your shit right because you're when we click yes that we're 21 and we want to enter your site it, it freezes. freezes and we have yeah. to reload and we're, we will go to liquor.com if you don't Make this yeah. right. Yeah. Man. We, we will move on. The balls of this dude to call out the guiding <laughs> light of our entire podcast. Yeah. To hold him accountable. I love it. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, Speaking that's Speaking truth to power, that was Efren Ramos. And if you've got a booze news theme, send it to the Sloppy Boys at, no, the, the Sloppy Boys podcast. There you go. Com. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, what's the actual booze news? Who's got it? I've got it, and it's big. Uh, remember, Mike was tracking uh, Pepsi. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh huh. Yes. Oh yeah. He's still so in the. Got, yeah, he's, you got he's wearing my, himself uh, out. I I see. You got my file. No, he got lost. It. <laughs> no, no, no. I had it. I had it. <laughs> he, he crapped out. I've seen that file. It's in tatters. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I think I even announced on the on this very booze news podcast that I said I'm I'm done. <laughs> yeah. The trail went cold. I understand why because because Pepsi. Starting last fall, they were they were being real coy boys about whether or not they were going to get into the booze because they were like, remember they put out right, a press release. It right. was like, we're thinking about having a hard seltzer. And then, <laughs> and then they followed up and they're like, we decided not to. Yeah, yeah. that was that was the final. Uh, well, there was we one had. more with, with Neon Zebra where they're like, we're not doing booze, but we're doing co- cocktail mixers. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, yeah, kind of yeah. close. And. I, I don't I've never seen Neon Zebra out anywhere, so maybe that didn't really happen. But huge news took the internet by storm recently. Yes. PepsiCo, mm-hmm. owner of many of your favorite sodas, mm-hmm. has partnered with the Boston Beer Company for a cl- collab. Boston does um Sam Adams, Truly, Angry Orchard, a bunch of that type of stuff. And they have released Hard Mountain Dew. Yep. Woo! It's yep. out there. Have you seen it yet? No, and I've checked the shelves, but I mean, it, it was all over uh, Twitter and Instagram, but I can't find it. It's a, a few flavors, like a black cherry watermelon, who cares? But the original Mountain Dew flavor, that's interesting to me. It's um, 5% ABV, mm-hmm. but here's the catch. And this is, again, more kind of coy boy shit. No caffeine. Mm. Uh-huh. Because they're not allowed to do like a four loco type thing. Yeah, it makes yeah, yeah. people drive. They feel awake. So they kind of had to wimp out on that front, but they still wanted to use the Mountain Dew name. But why not? Like, why can't any, 
I feel like there's all these limitations that people bump up against. If yeah. if Pabst can have hard coffee, why can't Mountain Dew have You're some right. caffeine, caffeine in it? Also, for the longest time, there was this reticence for these established brands like Pepsi and Mountain Dew to even do anything with alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. There's just so much red tape and there's so much pent up emotion about this stuff somebody <laughs> just do what you want for once we'll but be there for you they're acting like we can't just like drink a beer and drink a, a mountain dew like we can combine them in our stomachs all we want why is it when they're in one can it's like well well, well, of course, no, We're like, we, well we can't have all the fun i need going even further like you can just drink and drive if you want like, you can't uh, yeah i mean the police don't love it you but shouldn't uh, people get hurt but we don't condone doable. it no. Uh, you know what? I wonder if the difference there, Jeff, is because the coffee beer has a natural element to it with the coffee, whereas hmm. any of this stuff is all cooked They're up in choosing the Choosing to plug it in there. It might also just be with like, yeah, maybe Paps doesn't mind getting sued, but like Pepsi is like America's brand and th- maybe they have to be more Disney about it just because they're so huge. So you're saying, you're, yeah. you're saying Paps is out there looking for a little trouble. I'm saying mm-hmm. that I wish Paps was more Pepsi, Pepsi, Peps Blue Ritten. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Pepsi was Pepsi, and the, but the, I don't even have an end of that. It's tough, Tim. It is tough. <laughs> people think that that's easy, but it's actually <laughs> to make up a Pepsi Paps rhyme. People always talk about it. Hold on, hold on, Tim. What about the the alcoholic Topo Chico? That's under Pepsi's umbrella. No, you're right. Pepsi owns Topo. And I was crushing some hard Topos the other day, and I'll tell you, I recognize the seltzer. That's what's great about it. Like the flavors, they're good. The, the flavors are good, and and but they're not hugely different than the other seltzers. But but it's got those tiny little bubbles, and I'm like, oh, they use Topo as the base. Truly, like it's a textural thing, which is a weird thing to say because you'd think like a seltzer is a seltzer, but it ain't. No, I I was. Last night I was watching a Sasquatch documentary on Hulu. Sure. And I, I kept pouring out those hard topos into a glass and we get kind of flat. And then I drink them in one drink. Now, Tim, I didn't I never took you for a cryptid fella. I'm, I'm not. But here's what happened. I was watching something else on Hulu and I was watching McCartney 321. Mm-hmm. Nice. And when I finished, it rolled right into a movie called Sasquatch. And I <laughs> leapt for the remote thinking, I don't watch this type of thing. No! But it got me right away. And, and I recommend, this is, I would say it's maybe a bad movie, but if you want something stupid to watch. What was if you so like funny, Rick Rubin, you'll love Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. If you like this hair amount <laughs> and height. Um, uh, what was so funny about it was, you know that all Sasquatch, Sasquatch sightings always happen in like, Mendocino, Eureka, Northern California, like weed country. Yeah, his and territory. Mm-hmm. It's, it's his territory and there's <laughs> tall trees and stuff. But this documentary was talking all these like all the weed farmers are these like long hair giggly guys who grow <laughs> cannabis. And then and like they the documentary was like, there must be some connection because so, there's something about Sasquatch sightings happening amongst <laughs> cannabis farmers and they were talking to the cannabis farmers and they're like i don't know what it is that we <laughs> would see more bigfoots than the average person <laughs> and it went it's through us. the whole documentary it's san francisco sees them a lot up in vancouver they're seeing them um the uh to go back is i've seen ads for that like uh hulu was like pushing ads for that sasquatch thing for yeah. that's like the time. murdery one right it's like yeah, but the, it's weird. They're, they're, they're saying there was a triple homicide, but just because yeah. they heard about it, it was right. unreported. But then, like, I won't spoil anything, but also, when I finished the movie, it rolled right into the second movie, and I was like, I, I'm still yeah. looking for answers here. Um, <laughs> wow, you did a, a big watch. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, Jeff, I was, you were just asking about why uh, Pepsi can get away with doing uh, Topo Chico. Mm-hmm. It might have something to do with the fact that Tobo Chico is owned by Coca-Cola. Oh, oh <laughs> ouch. But Damn. Coca-Cola is even more of the big granddaddy Disney of America. That's why they do what they want. So is Disney. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Always Coca-Cola. Yeah, Disney, Disney does whatever well, Mike, it wants. Mike, I'm, I'm glad you called out my bullshit 
on the air so that I didn't have to wade yeah, through yeah. all these responses online of like, no, oh, right, actually, that's it's Coca-Cola. You know, I had a little fun with it. I went easy on you. Um, Mike, you're like Efren Ramos, who was calling out the IBA website. Yeah, well, I'm very punk rock. Yep. Uh, I have some booze news. Great. To say. <laughs> it's more of a, uh, eh, it's about the whole podcast in general. So a couple weeks ago, somebody on Twitter brought to our attention that the prescriptions thing that we've grown to have a lot of fun with yeah was not tony soprano at all it was a character named bobby bobby bacalat now when you saw this Mm. i saw it and i was like oh mike was misquoting when you saw the video did you did you recognize the scene like maybe that was what you were quoting no i thought he was maybe it's later it must be later in the episode (laughs) tony is talking to carm about the prescriptions uh (laughs) Tony is doing a Bobby impression, and he's like, "Oh, yes, Carm, you sh- maybe." He's like, hey, you should have seen Bobby today. He was checking about the prescription, relaying it secondhand. Did you hear what Bobby's doing? He's going to get the prescriptions. <laughs> it was something like that. I couldn't now, Carm, how come any you, then, other then he said, "Now, Carm, how, how come you don't get my prescriptions?" He fucking <laughs> says prescriptions at some point. He's talking to Melfi, and he's like, "I can't do it. These prescriptions." He, yeah, he says it. Must it. Be. It's he very must possible be. because he is. He goes on on Prozac, but or Zoloft right. or something, but. That Bobby conversation is one I remembered. Like, I remember because mm. he's saying, like, I'm looking to move up the ranks. I've been dealing with Junior for a year and I want a promotion. Uh, and it's a plot point. So, I, you know, I don't know how many prescription scenes are floating around in this right. show. I, my fear now is that later in the series or something, Tony does say it, but he says it like, Yo, come, you got to go get my prescription. <laughs> like and then, got you gotta, then we got to go back and redo all the episodes, yeah. re-say it. We'll do it. <laughs> it's an easy dub 50 times. Well, is that um, it for Bit It Bit? Yes, wrap it up. I can tell. <laughs> oh, new one. I got sick of the last one. I'm going to be wow. doing all different ones from I now like on, this baby. One. I like this one better because it sounds like you're taking the, the booze news that we're done with and you're <laughs> yeah. singing it away. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jeff, you should add a little, uh, like, crash, window crash there. Here. Kathunk. <laughs> Kathunk. Want to get into the drink of the day? Yes, that sounds please. Sounds like a good plan. Very special drink because we're having a very special week, aren't we? It's Sir Paul week here on Sloppy Boys Nation. Sure, sure. <laughs> and <laughs> the guy has himself a little margarita called Paul McCartney's Margarita. You've heard. I've heard of from this very podcast. Oh, I've heard. Our friend from Don't Stop or Will Die, Emin Zarukian, sent us this article um, earlier this year on National Margarita Day. This was making the rounds that um, an urban daddy writer, Hadley Tamiki, wrote an article saying that um, she had recently fallen in with the world of private jet pilots Mm. up in uh, Van Nuys at that fancy airport that celebs fly out of. And she had gotten the scoop that apparently if you're flying with Paul McCartney, everyone knows Hmm. there's a specific margarita recipe that he likes and it's in his rider. So they Mm -hmm. always make sure it's there for him. And um, there's a flight attendant who's been flying with him for a decade uh, who always makes sure it's on hand. And when we read this on Booze News, we kind of were our jaws dropped. I was aghast. (laughs) Yeah, I was I was also aghast because the. Ingredients are, I mean, listen to this. It, it's strong and uh, strong as fuck, but then it's also redundant and it's also served kind of weird. Yeah. And it's, and you were learning about Sir Paul, things we didn't know. This drink is three shots white tequila. Yeah. Easy enough. And that's just right out the gate. That's how you start. That's how you begin. Good douche. This guy, hey, He's a drinker. I didn't really know that about him, you know? Oh, I he used lo- to do pills, you know, out in Hamburg, so a couple of shots <laughs> won't hit you, you know. Remember how, how he was, like, the the Beatle who was leased into LSD, and then he did it once, and then, like, the next day he's on BBC, like, yeah, well, I've done acid. And the other, <laughs> like, George was like, uh, you have? You've had? <laughs> you had? Well, the BBC reporters were like, you've had? You've had? <laughs> um, you know, I've had it, you know. Now, when they say shots, I don't know. Maybe they mean one ounce, but I'm taking them at face value and saying it's an ounce and a half, I guess. Could it be a metric thing, like in England, uh, a shot is something else? Yeah, it's very possible. But, okay, so three shots of white tequila, 
one shot Quantro. Delicious. Yes. A, be- a beautiful uh, triple sec that we love. Yeah, t- oh, yeah. Sec. It's basically a high proof triple sec. Go on, yeah. Tim. Oh, coming up next. One shot triple sec. What? What do you talk? What? Sir Paul? You've lost it. This is like if you said, uh, you know, I give me a band aid and then also give me an adhesive bandage. Give mm. me a Q tip and then also may I have a cotton swab? Yeah. Give me, a, give me uh, some uh, my pizza, pepperoni, and uh, Genoa salami. Mm, no. Re- let's revisit that one. <laughs> okay. I guess you really have to know what Genoa salami is. Is that what it's called? I do know. It's a hard salami that's not pepperoni. <laughs> Close enough, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You um, would think it's redundant. If you only had two, it's like, all right, you got to get two toppings. You wouldn't do salami and pepperoni. Hey, close enough for a free podcast. Dude, I, I, <laughs> what if I go to the Bella Luna truck right by my house and I eat my beloved pizza there that does have both on there? It does? Yes, you fuck. What if you Ooh. do? I could go yeah, for one of those right now center? myself. <laughs> okay, hold on. Um, yeah, Jeff, yeah. You, you've pointed this out, that, that Quantro. Am I saying it right? Do, ever, do we say Quantro or do we say Quantro? Quantro. Quantro. It looks like it's French. <laughs> uh, it's a delicious um, orange liqueur. and But beyond just being a, a brand of Triple Sec, it's the, it's the original. Mm-hmm. Triple Sec means like triple dry, I guess. Uh, right. And and the Quantro like originated that. And then there's there have been other liqueur is influenced by it and you know these days we're buying our de Kuiper and our Hiram Walker versions right. of it but so do you think fucking Paul McCartney's using Hiram Walker I can't see that I don't <laughs> think that Paul McCartney has ever seen this prepared for him I think he listed off a bunch of ingredients and then like flight attendants are like yeah whatever you I bet he doesn't even drink pulled. this stuff anymore no he does he does it's probably just like oh Mr. McCartney likes this make sure it's on hand he never even noticed it's on hand Riders are weird because a lot of times the celebrity doesn't actually ask for it, but their assistant knows they like it. When, mm. when I was a, an intern at Kilbourne, Roseanne mm. Barr came in and I had to go to Starbucks to get her chocolate dipped graham crackers. Uh, I don't know if she actually wanted that. I, actually, she did eat them, so I was happy and proud. But um, uh, famously, proud. Um, <laughs> proud of her that she ate them. Proud you finished them. Elton John has a specific brand of marmalade that's always backstage for him, and I don't think he ever eats it. I think it's just his his, his handlers are like he loves mm. that marmalade. Um, but Dutz, you pointed out that Quantro what it does have going for it is it's a higher proof. Triple sec tends to be around like thirty. Thirty, yeah. And and I feel like Quantro is like full on like almost eighty, 80. or something. Yeah, like. yeah. So that's like a real liquor. Okay, I got hung up on that, but moving forward, juice from one lime. Squeeze up the whole fucker. Fair enough. <laughs> Juice from one orange. Squeeze up the whole fucker. Now, here's the thing, <laughs> Tim, for me, because that's, that's everything. Well, go, go ahead and do the method, and then I'll jump in. I will. Well, orange is weird. You don't normally put orange in. A th- in, in we have two orange ingredients, and now we're adding an orange, and it's going to make it strange. <laughs> the instructions are add ingredients to a shaker with two or three small ice cubes. Mm-hmm. Shake until the ice cubes melt and the drink turns frothy. Mm-hmm. Pour into a glass with a salted rim. So there will. This is not a drink on the rocks. It's a frothed okay. up. You shake until the ice cubes have melted entirely. Away. I, I've never heard of that before ever. Also, I, I take umbrage with the idea that something shaken on ice will be frothy. I mean, a we little know that bit. Pineapple no. juice froths up. Does OJ froth up? No, there's no there's no viscosity. Actually, we'll we'll find out. Maybe there is with three little he- cubes. I think this guy lives a life of excess because he's a billionaire and uh, he's just like, put put more of everything in. Yeah. More orange. Pile it on. And and I, it's funny, like maybe he's an old guy who doesn't want the <clears throat> ice cubes like touching his teeth. His, mm-hmm. No, he probably has dentures. <laughs> well, what? The, my thing with the orange is this. I have, and I encourage everybody to invest in one of these, is one of those squeezers for citrus. You know, it's got oh, like yeah. the two cups and it's like, it's like, uh, you know, a clamp and you, yeah, you put a uh, half a lemon in there and this one is big. They make them for limes and they make them for lemons. Of, of course you get the lemon one cause it's slightly bigger and it can also do limes. Sure. But what do you do when they tell you to juice a, an orange? <laughs> oh. Here's what you do. Dutz, you chop it up smaller into little quarters or something, you know, so that they become lime sized. There oranges. you go. 
There you go. You chop it up smaller. There you go. Now, <laughs> that's what what, what's what's in a regular margarita? What what are we? What's different in this one? The IBA that we did was very simple. It was just tequila, yeah. triple sec, lime. But, okay, but that's like why. so, a lot of margaritas. Most margaritas have triple sec in them. We know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they are lime forward, whereas right. this feels orange forward. Yeah, this feels I'm, 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 I'm honestly looking forward to the to the orange. That's mm. true. I am. Well, do we stop fucking blabbering about it and start chopping up our oranges into small bits? I want to blabber about it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Folks, we'll see you on the other side. Peace and love. We're back, McCartney Margs in hand. Yes, we are. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what was funny? I the reason it's McCartney week here is because of the Hulu show McCartney three two one. We were watching it on our Patreon show this week, the blowout. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when I just now, subconsciously, I was uh, putting in my three shots of tequila, and I went three two one. <laughs> that, ah. That's kind of a funny thing. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. That, you have to admit that that's funny. <laughs> that's that's well, that's very funny. Uh, this drink, I was, um, it's a frothy affair. I didn't think it would be. Yeah. Okay. Jeff's got a uh, an old fashioned glass. Looks beautiful. Mike's got a big green martini glass. Yeah, I got like a fun oh, plastic. Uh, plastic Poolside martini glass. Tim, what'd you get? I was th- I, well. I was uh, I was thinking, what does Paul drink out of? Oh, he's on a plane. He's probably not allowed a stem. So I got, got like a plastic cup ah. that you would drink out of on a plane. Nice. I think if you can't have a stemmed glass on a plane, maybe uh, you know I actually don't do much flying private. There's as you can much imagine. setting and uh, I think if I think if the guy's having people like bring his favorite. Crazy drinks, he can do whatever he likes. And I will, the few times I've flown first class, I do think maybe I've had champagne in a stemmed glass. Ah, a flute. Um, let's get into sips and we'll keep ta- talking. Great. Okay. Here we sips go. Sips away. It's warm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. I mean, maybe this is sort of like the British, the, you know how they drink warm beers? Oh, you're right. Maybe it's a British thing. <clears throat> oh, interesting. It's uh, definitely orangey. Orangey. Uh, yeah. You know what I did here on my, on my glass, too, is I, I took this little trick from um, Katana Kitten where I just put, put salt on just like one little area of the uh, Smart. glass. That yeah. way you can customize each sip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you salt? I started with a Collins mm. glass because I was like, this is a lot of liquid. And it, uh, it, it came up short. So I transferred over to the old-fashioned glass, the rocks yeah, glass. I left some of mine behind in the uh, the tin, as it were. Ooh, a wounded soldier. Uh, yeah. Using the squeezer on the orange. Terrible idea. Really? This this is maybe one of the messiest drinks I've made on the pot. Just it's having to juice. juice a damn orange. Hold half an orange in one hand and then just jam a fork in the other in it from the other hand and go. <laughs> Yeah, basically, is that when people say "fap"? Is that what they're they're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they make that sound, that's what they're talking about juicing an orange with a fork. <laughs> Here's my issue that I had with the amount: is I salted my rim quite professionally, and then mm. I poured the contents of my shaker into my cup, and it filled it up all the way till, and then ah. it touched the rim, and now I've got a saltier drink than I anticipated. Pulled in some of the. Mm. Hold it in. Damn it. Damn. These are tough. It's so, an interesting drink. It's tough. It's like those McCartney baselines. Look, this is not yeah. bad. I just want it to be uh, several times colder than it is. Me too. I want to yeah. pour this on the rocks and it'll be so good because I do. A f- fresh orange is great. It works mm-hmm. good for a marg. I use the tequila I like, so I don't mind that it's super strong because it tastes good. Mm-hmm. I got no qualms. I, I got to say, for three shots of tequila, it's uh, on mine, the Cointreau and the um, lime and the... Oh, fuck. Oh, no. I made it wrong. Jeff. <laughs> What'd you put in it? Rum instead of tequila. Aha. <laughs> what? Aha. You're thinking oh. about something else. 
You're clowning on Paul McCartney when you, my friend, oh. have chosen oh, oh, the you know, spirit. You know what you did, Jeff? You know what you did? You Hanforded it. Uh. All right. <laughs> All right, patrons who talk that way. Who talk that way? <laughs> I don't like that type of talk. Okay, so Dutch, you have yourself a nice little tiki, freaky tiki. A tiki, that's tiki confusion yeah, for sure. you know what? Uh, damn, but, uh, I mean, look, am I going to sit here and drink the whole thing? Of course. Yes. Is it, is it good, though? I mean, like, still, if you were going to put ice in it, you'd yeah, still but think it was good? <laughs> yeah, I'm, same note. I want it to be colder. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not like it doesn't work. It's working. But now, when, when I make a second round, I'm going to make, like, a teeny tiny one with tequila right. just so I had the real thing. It's tough to make a teeny tiny one because, oh, no, I guess, never mind. It's easy. Well, well yeah, when, when, the measure, when, the me, when the measurements are like juice from one lime, juice from yeah. one orange, that's like, yeah. that's like what a king would say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that the is. juice of one lime. Bring me the juice of one lime on a platter. <laughs> it sounds like a, a witch's brew. Like hair yeah. from one ostrich feather. <laughs> it sounds like there's a... There's an animated movie about a happy little lime, and then the king is like, bring me the juice juice from one lime. (laughs) And then the lime and the orange have to team up. (laughs) Hey, we used to fight back in uh, citrus school, but we can't work together. And you play me the baseline of one Liverpoolian. (laughs) You got it, sir. (laughs) Fetch me my Rickenbacker. (laughs) Yeah, he really did play that Rickenbacker bass. Ooh. It looks like a big fiddle. Do you guys, um, maybe this has come up on past episodes, uh, but how do the Beatles factor into your lives? Because I assume we're all fans. I, I was like a, a Beatles kid and then a 13-year-old Beatle maniac, but then I burnt out and I, I don't listen to, and I don't know their solo stuff too well. But does Paul McCartney mean, is, is he formative to you? It's an interesting thing because uh, th- I don't think it's formative in the sense that like, oh, I wanted to play music like those guys. But it's, right. it was it was they have such like deep songs that I kind of forget about for a while. Mm. And then I'll hear a song like uh, like Blackbird, who, I you know, I like that song a lot. And uh, you're like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> or just how some of their songs are so. I thought it was Hanford singing in the dead of night. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, that's I, good. I never listened as a high schooler. Uh, I was probably massively influenced by them just through like cultural osmosis, like anyone. Mm-hmm. But then in college, when in during the Napster years and the uh, what was it Napster Kazaa LimeWire LimeWire. That's when I got like every Beatles album and I listened to them. Heavily from then on. Ad nauseum. Um, but yeah. like, you know, the, the way that you do when you when you find a band and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm getting through all this shit. And I, all the songs that I passively knew, I now like adore. And yeah. even the, the songs that I don't know, like, why don't we do it in the road? I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. what a song, you know? Yeah, the weird. Yeah, they're so fun. like that's one especially too is like or, they came up with this. It's so weird. S- sorry, not why why don't we do it in the road? I was thinking of uh you know my name, look up the number. Oh, nah, love it. My point still stands. With that <laughs> song too. Um well I love how because I, I have a blind spot on their solo stuff, like I feel like people like it means Zarukian and industry professionals really geek out on on McCartney's um all of the eras, like some mm. McCartney from like eighty two or whatever. And, and I, I always am kind of, I feel like stupid for not knowing about a lot of that stuff. But then I, have you guys seen the, um, I feel like there were articles about this maybe this year and that's why I saw it. But the, the McCartney and Lennon uh, diss tracks that they, like before anyone like did diss tracks, they both were dissing each other in songs. And oh, yeah, yeah. I read an article about how like it's, um, it is, it's exactly the difference between Paul and John. Like what you would know, like the, the the corny guy who's kind of a wimp and then like the harsh dude, their, their diss tracks are so mismatched. I, f- I should bring up the lyrics because. Oh, man, th- this we could we could do like another episode. I want to hear this shit. OK, I'll I'm, I'm going to share it now and then you'll bleep it and then we'll <laughs> I'll do an episode about it later. But here. Uh, well, I think you know, would know the song. So um, I'm looking at I'm going to bring up the lyrics on Genius. But Paul, Paul came out with a song post Beatles. May, mm-hmm. May 1971, Paul comes out with the song Too Many People. You know that it's on, it's the first track on Ram. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's Paul is, is commenting on John, mm-hmm. but he is, um, he's being gentle and it, it could be applied to other people. And, and it's sort of veiled references to John, but, but it's biting for Paul. And he's like, it's that song like too many people going underground. So the lines are too oh, many yeah, people yeah, yeah. piss off cake, like piece of cake, which is like a reference to some John Lennon thing. And then too many people are going underground. Too many people are reaching for a piece of cake. Too many people uh, pulled and pushed around. Too many waiting for a lucky break. That was your first mistake. You took your lucky break and broke it in two. Now what can be done for you? You broke it in two. So, you know, he's he's telling John you didn't appreciate being in the Beatles and you let a bunch of hangers yep. on like Yoko and others yep. in your ear make you think that you were too and good like, for the Beatles. And like you blew it. There's a, I mean, nobody gives a fuck. There's a Jamiroquai song called King for a Day where Jay rips apart their amazing bassist Stuart, Stuart Zender for leaving. And it's this exact same thing. And it's it's more cutting than any sort of romantic Right. Hmm. Kiss off or any sort of like generic rap beef diss track <laughs> when it's like we used to fully collaborate. We had something you fucked up so hard and I'm standing over you in such harsh judgment for like four <laughs> minutes. It and, sounds exactly like this. And of course, that's a thing that you can go off. on. Like if you're trying to make a comment on love and breakups, it's like oh, people have done that before. But if you talk about like your friend who you don't like anymore, you could be like yeah, another fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so that cutting but veiled yes. uh, Paul song was in the spring. Give me the John version. This is that same, f- that fall. <laughs> um, how do you sleep? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and this fucker, it's so funny. It has none of the tact. So Sergeant Pepper took you by surprise. You better <gasps> see that right through your mother's eyes. Sergeant, Because Paul, in an interview with Rolling Stone, was like, oh, it was popular. I didn't know it was going to be popular. But John was like, you were a fucking tyrant when we were making it. Yeah. Um, those freaks was right when they said you was dead. The one mistake you made was in your head. How do you sleep? How do you sleep? And then, like each first is because you live with straights who tell you you was king. Jump when your mama tell you anything, calling him a, like a mama's boy. Mama's boy. Mm-hmm. His mama died, but then Mother Mary in uh, Let It Be. But he's Let just be, such yeah. a he's such a um, he's from a good family. Just yes. like it's one of his defining characteristics. Yeah. <laughs> Very happy yeah. childhood. And then this line was the one that got me because <laughs> it's just so obvious. Uh, the only thing you done was yesterday. Kind of be saying that your best work cool. is behind you, but also the song yesterday. Yep. Yeah, and then yeah, he rhymes that with, you probably pinched that bitch anyway. <laughs> because, you know, Paul has this sort of like, oh, I had this tune in my head and I didn't know. Oh. Um, and then the last wow. verse. Did, wait, does he mean pinched like you probably stole. Lift, ripped? Li- you ripped off. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the only good thing you've done in your life, you stole. Yeah, yeah, I got you. And wow. then... Verse three, a pretty face may last a year or two because he was the cute one. The, the cute one. But pretty soon <laughs> they'll see what you can do. You have a lack of musical talent. And then the last line is, the sound you make is music to my ears. Mm, yeah. Corporate wow. yeah, yeah. elevator music. You must have learned something in all those years. Meaning like you were in a band with me for a decade. And <laughs> you were in my, my presence. Yeah. So uh, wait, wait, when were these coming out? Like in... 71, both of 71. them. Sheesh. They both nice. put them on their solo albums and then we're all coy about it in the press. But like, it's so funny to, to just let that float around out there. Like, oh yeah, I think I, I think I referenced uh, yeah, <laughs> my, yeah. my friend in there. What was, uh, what was that song Uncle Albert about? I like that song. <laughs> I think that was about Fat Albert. No, was that? <laughs> I think you're right. Do you think that when the Sloppy Boys break up, we're all going to have harsh diss tracks about each oh, other? we have to. We got to. We should do to. some diss tracks now while we're together. Yeah. <laughs> Help each other out. <laughs> yeah, because I need, I, I'm going to need someone to play bass and drums on my diss track. Yeah. I need someone to teach me uh, what, how the notes work together. <laughs> Man, that, uh, that John one is so... Uh, that, that's more like a rap diss track, where it's yeah. like, we're, we're taking mm-hmm. the proper nouns associated with you, and we're turning them on their head, and that's, that's good. That's fun stuff. And if you th- you think about all their songs, it's like Paul is like this song and dance old timey man, and then John is just so direct. So of course, yeah. this is how they would deal with a feud. Well, how does um? Isn't there a Lennon song where he talks about like being the walrus or something like that? Uh, oh, 
Yeah. Not I am the walrus, <laughs> but it's like he references the walrus. Yeah, yeah. Because Well, he, is, is it in that outro of, uh, is it Mother or Mama or something when he's like, I don't believe in Beatles, I don't believe in... Oh, yeah. That, that, that song's called God, I think. Ah. Uh, but that's a good song. He doesn't believe in anything. I don't know much solo stuff. This is, that's That's been a blind spot for me is like, mm-hmm. besides like Band on the Run and Live and Let Die, I don't know a ton of uh, non yeah, yeah. Bands are so fun. Bands is that wings? are so fun. <laughs> is that Wings technically or is that like a McCartney solo thing? That's Wings. Wings. But I've watched baby. all the Ringo episodes of Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ringo and, and John after the Beatles were in the Hollywood Vampires drinking club and they would uh, hang around at the Rainbow Grill on Sunset and just get fucking hammered. Wow. We should do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tim, you're always down there on the Sunset Strip. So yeah. See if you can get a table. I'll see if I can get a table. I'll, I mean, my version of it would just be like, I walk in and get a table for when I eat a cheeseburger and I leave. <laughs> <That's not quite laughs> when, I'm, when I'm in L.A. next, let's do a uh, blowout on the Sunset Strip. Oh, Yeah. Let's put on our best outfits and walk right down the center lane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa, watch it, buddy. <laughs> that car almost hit my ass. <laughs> Your car almost hit my ass. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You probably did. I'm still in the middle of litigation. I'm getting sued because I, I rear-ended... Somebody on the Sunset Strip. No. I did. I looked at my phone, which I never do. Probably looking but at your But a Sloppy shuffle, Boys album yeah. had just dropped. This was midnight on the night that our, <laughs> our one of our albums hit Spotify. Oh, man. And yeah, I yeah. was like, I want to see if it's up. And I and I rammed in the back of somebody at low speed. <sighs> and then I looked. Well, good I, thing know, if the album was out and you were making a ton of money, I could pay that so easily. <laughs> sure, I'll play it, no problem. In the, in the T-Bird? This is in, in the, the T-Bird. The T-Bird was fine, but the car in front of me, a fucking Lexus SUV... Yee. And and who gets out but like the, just the last it was like this this like very rich Russian real estate agent bro guy uh-huh. middle aged big big rich guy and then his like trophy girlfriend and they were dressed so nice I was like oh no they're so rich and they're coming <laughs> don't after hose me. me here man they're gonna fuck me right now. <laughs> Here on my and, strip, and my insurance company was like, "Sir, uh, you you're you you're covered for one dollar, so you're kind of on your own." Oh, <laughs> 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 shit, sucks. man! Yikes! You guys ever had that? You ever had a nasty? Cor- I might have to go to court. No, wow, that's I might get locked away. <laughs> well, wait, wait, but you'll to not get locked away, you just pay it, right? Yeah, but on podcast money, I'm going to get locked so deep. You guys are going to have to bake a little um, a knife into a cake for me and bring it as a, as a, as a prison well, gift. What I'll Tim. probably end up doing is baking some strawberries into a cake. That sounds delicious in, in the summertime, yeah. Tim, you know what might actually help you is uh, our album, Lifelong Vacation, our debut album. Yeah. An independent hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit one million views on Spotify. Holy shit. Not, did not, they listen to it or just views? Not one week. Did I say views? <laughs> yeah. Streams. Streams. <laughs> they looked they looked over the titles of the songs and were like, mm. <laughs> no, no. One million streams for our wow. debut album. I and mean, that's Beatles numbers right there. You, well, do you know, uh, you know, with, I did, I ran the numbers yeah. on how much Spotify pays you per stream. And it's something like 0.0017 cents oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. per stream. And so we did make four grand off of a million hit album. Wow. Oh my Tim, God. You can, you, can spe- you can use that for your car. And Tim, it's all yours, baby. If you got to get out of jail, we'll give it to you. Thank you, but I don't <laughs> we'll think I need the money. I think the judge is like, Tim, uh, you're going to prison. And I'm like, uh, judge, listen to this. Hit play on the boom box. Everyone in the court is dancing. They, they, they're loving Tom Collins. Oh, baby, that's what my no good teenage son and daughter are listening to. That's what my gorgeous kids listen to. Would you help me reconnect with them, Tim? You you dare play that in front of my Russian trophy girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> no, honey, I think this is uh, kind of good stuff. <gasps> <laughs> 
We have this back in Mother Russia. Hey. <laughs> Why no, you have a party rock band. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rich real estate agent. Oh, I will start one. Yes, me and Dimitri, we will start. <laughs> we listen and it's like pretty good. Well, Tim, I hope the I hope the uh I hope this podcast isn't used as uh evidence. I think this yeah. is an exhibit A. <laughs> yeah, Tim, uh, who's your defense lawyer? Uh, better call Saul. Come on now. I'm kidding around <laughs> <right> here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Aha. Yes, Cerritos. Folks, I'm going to go correct my my blunder with round two. I, what, Wonderful. What, what about my mashup? Do you want to do it after that? Yes. What, ab- <laughs> what about your mashup? Okay, fine. We got, we, Tim's got a mashup. Tim's... <laughs> Tim, uh, didn't something interesting happen to you recently? Yeah, dudes. Did I tell you guys about the <laughs> song I stole from the Van Nuys airport? Whoa, you you what were you, at- you stole it from the airport? Like you, you like Shazammed a song that was playing? No, I feel like- airports are known to sort of hold uh, airplanes, mm-hmm. and that's not what he's you know, saying. That's about that's it. That's not what I'm saying. I was. <laughs> Well, I heard about this drink, right? And and because uh-huh. this was this story about this uh, this cocktail came from the pilots talking about it up at Van Nuys because they fly the private jets with the Paul McCartneys and the celebs. Right. Anyway, mm-hmm. I heard about it and I was like, I got I I don't trust what's in UrbanDaddy.com. I got to know for myself. So I went up there and I was talking to some of the pilots at the Van Nuys airport. And you Tim, know, can they, I stop you? Word. Sorry, I know you're right in the middle of something. I don't like that this. I don't like that this thing is called Urban Daddy. I know. What is Urban Daddy? I've heard of it before, but I, I feel like that's like there's a restaurant in LA called Egg Slut. And yeah. I feel like uh-huh. I, I feel like every fucking thing now is just called some like yes, just f- some dumb shit. Anyway, sorry, keep going. No, but like Balls Soup House, uh, Pink Pink that taco. one's fake. <laughs> well, Pink Taco is douchey as hell, so it's easy for me to just be like, "Fuck that place." Egg Slut does bother me because it's like I heard that name and I was like. Gross, I'm not going there. And then I had it and I was like, this is very special food. <laughs> like, this is Damn, really fuck. good. And huh. uh, it makes me quite sad. But like, Urban Daddy is just like, does everything have to be a fucking. And, and now, and then I get mad at myself for being like, whoa, whoa, what? Am I going to, am, am I like one of the conservative minded? Yes, uh, you are. Uh, uh, Bible thumper. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's not me. I just think that shit is whack. I think it's lame. I, oh, what I is, agree. It's just uncool. It's not that it's about, it's about morals or anything. It's like, that sounds dumb. What is Urban Daddy? It's the it's site that, that they, they broke the story on the McCartney margarita. And I was going to say something the first time, but I didn't want to interrupt gotcha. the flow. Okay. But it's I just forgot. like a bloggy, I don't know, it's like Brooklyn Vegan or something. It's like it has a name and I don't know what their their theme is. They just, it's just a blog. I'm sure that this writer is like permalance and it was trying to send articles to cooler places and then it ended up on Urban Daddy maybe. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. All right, well, you let's make that the, round two. Oh, no, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the middle of some well, shit. Okay. Yes, I, it was I, at the airport. You were I at the airport. I put my phone down and I stopped looking at Urban Daddy. I went and I kind of started talking to some of these pilots at the Van Nuys airport up at the hangar. And I was like, you know, like, how's the drink? And they're like, oh, we love the drink. And uh, we love the McCart- McCartney's great. His margaritas are great. We all fly them all the time. Um, and I was like, all of you? And then they were like, well, you know, there's the one kind of a sore subject, but oh, there's one pilot up here at the Van Nuys airport who's like, he's never got to taste the drink because he's never had Paul McCartney on his flight. Okay. Oh, okay. And he's kind of, it's like a thing. He's a little bit jealous about it. He's been moping around. Odd man out. Odd man out. He's been moping around this guy. Okay. Yeah. And I felt like sad for the, cause I, I've got a big heart and I was like, I'll go talk to him and see if I could cheer him up. Right. And I went yeah. to his you, plane. You, 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 you went to seek him out. I went, I can't know that there's a man out there who's sad. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Now, now starts the long journey of me tracking down one man. I would have dedicated the rest of my life to this, but when I got to his plane, he wasn't there. Like I checked the, I know. I mean, hey, the, trials and tribulations <laughs> on the journey. I looked at the, the, the cabin. I looked at the cockpit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nothing. But, All the overhead compartments? But I, I said, well, if I want to get 
maybe I'll just take this black box, you know, because uh, uh, planes have the black box, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, and I've, yeah. maybe there's some information here. So I stuck it down my pants. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not just the pants, but inside the BVDs <laughs> as well. <laughs> you put a box in between, like a tight, yeah, yeah. a, a big yeah. pointy box and, between and, your and tight underpants and your skin. And, and, yeah. and you know, can, canonically, we all know that he wears BVDs. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And BVTs and BVTs. And guys, you know how... PVTs. You know how black <laughs> plain the black boxes are filled with digital information? Yeah. Yeah. That's in fact what they that's all they're designed to do. <laughs> yeah. Amongst the digital information stored in this black box was an MP3. Wow. And wow. sorry, I missed this. Whose plane was this again? The this sad is the guy who pilot. hadn't he hadn't flown <laughs> Paul McCartney. Bro, it's been so long since we've uh, mentioned who that was until we're good. Okay. You know, I would if we didn't talk about Urban Teddy. Oh, oh, my <laughs> delicate sensibilities. It's a bad name. Keep I going. Agree. I agree, but I haven't listened to this MP3. I brought it to you guys, and I thought we should listen to it together and see if, like, if it's no, but like it could be a, it could have been recorded by the 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 lonely jealous pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I, he he's flies by, he, so he flies by himself. He said, "No, no, no he, just, he he doesn't just have, not with Paul. Just not, not with Paul. Pa- he flies okay, with other. Okay. Oh, he flies with fucking Ringo. He flies with <laughs> Clapton's okay. on there every night look, of the week. Look, <clears throat> okay, before before we muddle, before mm-hmm. we muddle what we're doing any further, let's just listen to the song. Thank you." His name is Paul, he's got it all He's even got himself some triple sack (laughs) He was a beetle, then a wing Now he's got himself some Ooh, And his last name's McCartney Ooh, I want to drink one of his Margies Every single time Sir Paul flies (laughs) Yeah Got to get you onto my flight. Wow. It's Booze News, you other pilots. <laughs> what? Wait. Whoa. Oh, hold on. Oh. The pilots have Booze News as well? I don't know. And well, I guess in that movie Flight, uh, you know, where Denzel plays the guy who's a uh, Alcohol, yeah, I guess they That's do true. do a lot no, of no, booze. There's, there's only one explanation for this, the way I see it. Oh, okay. This I thought guy, there was two, but there must just be one. This guy not only is a pilot, not only <laughs> is he not fla- flown mm-hmm. Paul McCartney. Sir Paul, yes. He is a listener of the Sloppy <gasps> Boys oh! podcast. Wow. And, and he... And not only that, he works. He was working on a booze news theme to send us. <laughs> That's what I think Crazy. too. <laughs> oh. Crazy. So he he was probably playing his. He was listening to the podcast and playing it through the black box. Well, he hasn't had a chance to email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com yet. So he was kind of using the black box as like a flash drive or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, he probably was like, "I'll just store this here for now, and if any of the Sloppy Boys happen upon it." They'll know where it is. They can take it onto their show and their he's, underpants. He's working on the song, and it does sound good, and he does have a good voice. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and there was yeah, probably yeah. there was probably not a lacy, rugged four terabyte hard drive nearby, or a right, or right. a G, or, yeah, yeah. or a G drive. Yep. No, it's like these aviation guys; like they don't have like a terabyte laying around. You know, right? It's tough to get a Mac store over there, Mike. <laughs> and I'm not saying Mac. Store, I'm saying a Mac store drive. Yeah, yeah, M-A-X-T-O-R, yeah, no, we know. Yeah, yeah, I used to work in uh, digital archiving. Or, or for that matter, a, a fucking Samsung solid state. <laughs> a Seagate 250 with a USB? Dude, no, I got a Samsung right here, bouge, look at that. Oh, there you go. That's a good one, man, that's That's, that's a nice. good one. Yeah, they're, making, they're making those uh, smaller than they did in my day. Workhorse, okay. Uh, can we get into... Round two, so that I can yes. correct my kerfuffle. Please. I, I didn't, I couldn't finish this uh, yet because it's so strong and I don't want to get too drunk, but now I'm going to pour it onto rocks. Yeah, cool, that's a good cool, idea. Cool, chill it down and then I can drink it like a normal oh, yeah. guy. On the rocks. 
Great, folks. All right, see you back here in a few moments. Yes, bye. Peace. You guys ever had the yellow Red Bull? Mm-hmm. No. It's the best one. Yeah. Damn. I, I, it's funny. It's one of those things where you think that the flavors would be weird, but I, I like the flavors more than the original. What is the, what is the flavor of it? They call it tropical. I don't know <laughs> what they're going for. But it's good. Hey, well, wait a minute. Just, we are back here. Hey, did you whoa. get all the, Did you record that? My God. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey we hey, do hey, not hey. sponsor... Any flavor of Red Bull. Yeah, well, they don't sponsor us either. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's a mutual agreement. Okay. Red Bull brought to you by the Sloppy Boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, I'm, I'm going to take my, my inaugural sip of the proper thing. Wow. Good, good, good. Jeff, how are you feeling about it? We got to know. Oh, okay. Now it tastes more like a margarita at least. That's that taste. Like it's that agave taste. Agave taste that doesn't go to waste. Mike, look. Okay, let's get into final thoughts. This feels um, like a drink for a rich guy who is throwing a bunch of shit together and nobody told him that Quantro and Triple Sec are the same fucking thing. <laughs> and it makes a mess, so you'd never make it for yourself. You make it for your fucking <laughs> boss. Makes, I'm sure there are people who can do it without making it. <laughs> no. no, no, not me. My kitchen is in ruins. <laughs> it, it the finest mixologist can't find a way around messing up this one. It's messy. Um, it's fine. It's, it's, it's fine to drink. I don't know if... Hey, I heard a great phrase... When we were shooting Birthday Boys, it was... Make wonderful television and the hearts of the nation will beat as one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but after that, I, that, that was, that was the best you're canceled. <laughs> that, that was that too. This was, is the juice worth the squeeze? Mm, oh. Is the juice worth the squeeze? And then in this one, I'm not quite sure if the juice is worth mm. the squeeze. No, because it's with this juice. much liquor... The, the the subtlety of a fresh fruit squeezed fruit juice is completely lost. I like a stiff drink, but there would be no reason to not use Tropicana. This is a here. bunch of bullshit. Except you're Sir Paul and you you've never had juice from concentrate in your life. Right. That's why these things like fresh squeeze, like, yeah, they'll squeeze anything for this guy. <laughs> um my review of this drink is short. Oh, it's an order again. Sorry, keep going. It is okay, good. It is short for me. It is, didn't like it at first. I like it now. Want it to be colder. I'm done. Order again. I'm done. Both order again. But kind of gr gr grumpy order agains from both. Yeah, <laughs> disgruntled. Yeah, it's, it's one of those ones like, do make it the way I'm saying and yes, order again. Um, I felt, I didn't make a second round, but I I, I put the, the remainder of my first round back into my tin yep. with new ice. I shook mm -hmm. the shit out of it. Mm -hmm. I poured it out onto fresh cubes and I have yep. a delicious cocktail. Yeah. So nice. when we first were tasting this, I thought it was a dumb drink. I thought it was mm. a warm, stupid, strong drink for <laughs> a moron. Warm, and stupid, strong. So, so I guess my review, because using his method, I would say it's a terrible drink for idiots, but if you want to shake it up and serve it on ice, it's absolutely delicious and it mellowed out a lot. And I, and I love a marg that's not the, the most common problem with margs is that you're too sugary, and this is the opposite of that. So I'm happy. Yeah. Wait, what's the float that they generally put on margs, or that they used to do at Mexico City? Is it Grand Marnier? Yeah. Is that what, is, is that, that called something else now? It's, it makes it, it a Cadillac marg, and I Cadillac. have some of that. Uh, is Ooh. is Grand Marnier at all orange, or am I dreaming? Yes, it's uh, it's orange brandy. Mm -hmm. oh. So it's like it's like Cointreau and cognac together. Sheesh. Oof. Well, I love it. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes. That's always hard to say. Where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash the sloppy boys and you know we have extra bonus stuff on there you can get ad free versions of this show you can get our monthly bonus show questions for lennon boom a uh, a one of 
Sir Paul's contemporaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean his best friend and writing partner who had, mm-hmm. had a huge volume with his, his best friend? They wrote songs about not liking each other. I, that but, relationship. Well, is contemporaries crumbling. are two are people who are on Earth at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, did. Did I say this patreon.com slash the sloppy boys? Because it is. <laughs> yes. And and to put a finer point on it, folks, if you've been listening to us drink this margarita and we've piqued your interest about Sir Paul, mm-hmm. McCartney Week continues over on the blowout. We're watching Hulu's new Rick Rubin series, McCartney 321. Watched. Uh, so we watched you, it already. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that you shit can is listen out. to that. You can listen to this. You have the power. You have the power. We love you for being here and checking out the show. And hey, tell a friend, why don't you? We're trying to grow this motherfucker. Yeah, tell your friend. Like, if you got a friend who's, like, named, like, Lance. Um, um, Say you have a friend named uh, Marge. Yeah, if you got 50 million friends, tell all of them. Yeah. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. Later. I can't believe it was Bobby that got the prescriptions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh!